Welcome once again and back to Stu Ham Productions presents JM Solve the World. I am James. And I am Matt. And back from actually, this is the first show of the new year of 2023. And uh, we are going to start this one and say that this is now season dos. dos. And um, to start off the season, a little salut. Salud to the new year. To the new year. Ah. Oh, that's good stuff. Victor of the gods. Yeah. I don't know which gods, but it's their nectar. And I will yep. chase that with uh, <laughs> a little bit of whiskey. There you go. A little scotch. Uh, okay. So... Um, we had a pretty decent year last year. Yep. Um, and uh, you went on a cruise. Yes, indeed. Which has propelled me to go on a cruise. Right. With my daughter and some people that I know. And it is going to be a great You'll time. enjoy it. You'll enjoy yeah. it. Um, worst part about the whole thing. Is getting on the ship at wherever port you're taking off of. Right. And getting back off the ship there. Now, the the excursions and everything, not that bad. Mm-hmm. Unless you got to take a boat in, which we had to in uh, Belize. Yeah. <laughs> it was about a 30-minute ride from, a, from our cruise ship, which was kind of weird because here you're leaving your cruise ship. Mm-hmm. You're out in the middle of the fucking ocean, it looks like. Yeah. And you're leaving your cruise ship on this little boat that holds 500 people. It's kind of like, it goes home away from home. What the hell? <laughs> um, when we pulled into Hong Kong uh, back in 90, 90, late 95, early 96, mm-hmm. when I was in Japan, based out of Japan at the time. Right. Uh, pulling into Hong Kong, we were out in the bay. Right. Because... It wasn't deep enough right. for our ship to get in there, so we had to take little boats into mm-hmm. Hong Kong. Yeah, that's the way Belize and was. It's like weird. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I was wondering about that because on a cruise ship, if you look at it from the dock or sitting in the ocean, you know, especially when your boat's leaving it, there's a lot of freaking ship above the water. But yes. I'm wondering how much is sh- that shit is below the water. It's got to be a quite a bit. Well, um, or tip over. <laughs> see, we there was the uh 08 deck on the ship that we used to go on, um, to lay out in, mm-hmm. but that was eight floors mm-hmm. above the flight deck. Mm-hmm. And the flight deck, you're looking at probably eight off of the uh sea level, right? And then you had another eight or ten below sea level right like the brig on our ship yeah it was way down in the fucking bowels right (laughs) there was no uh getting around that or as i said in the wwf days the bowels of the building 
It's where you'll find mankind. So to kick off the new year and the new season, uh, and you may you may notice that we have a, a newer sort of mascot. Uh, he kind of lights up, kind of doesn't. I don't know. Um, but it's a ghost from Pac-Man. Yeah. And it's pixelated, and it's supposed to change colors, but hang on. There you go. Something ah, happened. There we go. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just let it change on its own. Um, which brings up a great topic. Yeah. Beings were old as fucking crust. Yeah. Uh, crusty as shit. Arcades. Arcades. Arcades were so fucking awesome. You know, kids today have no idea. I mean, their arcade is with their headset on, playing their Xbox or their PlayStation, and connected via the web. Right. And yeah, their their games are a lot cooler. Graphics are better. Yeah. But you know, there's but. nothing that beats that walking up to a machine and setting a quarter down and say, you got next. Right. Um, there's a place up in Kansas City that has all the retro games. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, you pay a fee. Uh, I don't, I don't, I have never been in there yet, but you go in there, you pay a fee, there's a bar, and I mean, it is aimed at adults. Right. But you pay a fee, and you get, you get a wristband, and then you play all these machines, like Paperboy, and <sighs> Dig Dug, and the Pac-Mans, and Donkey Kong, and I mean, all these different games. Stand-up games. Galaga. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Centipede. Centipede. Um, there was a place when I lived in Tennessee, it was off the campus of uh, Austin Peay State University mm -hmm. that was like that. And it was like 15 bucks and you play all day. Really? Oh, my that God. That was way cheaper than when we was used to oh. go to the arcade. <laughs> this game's 50 cents? Oh, fuck oh, that, man. man. I ain't playing. That, was, that, that, got, that got into some of the... Like the later uh, racing games and stuff, where you actually sit in the seat, yep, and you had the active steering wheel, and you felt the vibration in your seat and everything, you know. Oh, that's the, that's the best part about Dave and Buster's. Yeah, um, I came home on leave from Afghanistan the first time, and uh, we went to Dave and Buster's because I flew into Nashville, and I had a set of clothes brought to me. And of course, I hadn't showered in over. A day and a half, and I'd been stuck on a fucking plane. Right. But I changed, and everybody freaked out whenever I got back to Afghanistan because they were like, because I was telling them that I was drinking and driving, like, the night I got home, and they're like, what the fuck? Uh. And I'm like, hell yeah, man. NASCAR games are a fucking son of a bitch when you're trying to drive around the track and you're getting that that active uh, vibration right. in the steering wheel. Right. Trying to drink beer at the same time. And shift gears. I mean, I'm trying to remember that the the one up there in the mall, the big arcade, Aladdin's arcade. Yep. I probably still got a token around here from there. Oh, I'm Cause, sure because you had to you, know, you had to buy tokens. Yep. And I'm trying to remember. Couldn't you smoke in there at yeah. that time? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, this was the '80s, yeah, and they hadn't banned smoking from everywhere, right? And kids could still, kids oh, could yeah. smoke. You didn't have to be 21 to smoke. That, that was that was the uh, like the first sort of under 21 clubs, right? 
that you could yeah. go to. Oh, yeah. There was no windows, so everybody was in there smoking, and you know, and of course, everybody's parents smoked, so nobody ever thought about smelling it on you. No, uh-uh. no, I mean that's that was you know, you, of course, I never went with my parents because my parents they never went to the mall; they were older, you know. Yeah, I go in there with Gary and Terry, and they dropped Chris and I off at at the arcade while they went and done whatever and then we'd meet back up and eat at the food court and you know exactly um my first experience with an arcade uh little town in illinois called mattoon and the mall was the place to be Mm -hmm. and aladdin's castle was the arcade yep that was the same thing in in battlefield ball it was aladdin's castle um on one end was kmart Mm-hmm. On the other end of the mall was J.C. Penney's. And there was no real food court, mm-hmm. but it was like uh, there was Mr. Music, the music store that had mm-hmm. all the CDs and everything. And then across from it was uh, 21 Flavors, Baskin-Robbins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was just like store, like Auntie Anne's pretzels, you know, or pretzel right. wetzels or whatever. And I, it used was, lo- I used to love to go to Wilson's Leather. Oh, my God, yeah. Just the smell. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Then, of course, you got um, Kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. No, no, one Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope was a different deal. Spencer's. Oh, yeah. Spencer's Gifts. Yep. <laughs> that, that when you're, when you're a, a teenager and everything, and you, the hell is that? They had, they had a few dildos and shit. Yep, <laughs> Remember <yep>. that? <laughs> they had the, the lingerie with the, mm-hmm. the, the women that looked all fucking hot because... It was it was so funny because back then you could get somebody to buy you cigarettes, but you never thought about asking anybody to buy you a porno magnet, right? Uh, or you never thought about getting. Well, you found your dad's stash, you know, and you and your buddies would be like, "Let's check this out." You know, you sneak off to the treehouse or yeah, wherever, yeah. To, or out in the woods somewhere and, and look and, at dad's and, pornos. Nothing is weirder than sitting there and you guys are all like. You got a bunch of dudes sitting in a treehouse, and you're all passing around skin mags, mm. and uh, it's just like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> Looking back on it, it's like, mm. <laughs> that was a sausage fest. What we're we doing here? <laughs> uh, um, what was your favorite video game to play? Oh shoot, I don't know. Um, of course, asteroids and all that was big. I know. I may never find it was just. Button pounders, you know, and yeah, moving the stick and let's say Gallia centipede. Um, I liked Pac Man, mm-hmm. I never was worth a shit at it. <laughs> I went to a buddy of mine's house, he'd got an Atari uh, 2600. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah, had, had the faux wood grain yeah, on the front yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you had your little, you know, there's a joystick and a button, yep. And I went over there to. One time he's like, yeah, man, I got Pac-Man, everything, come over. So I, so I came over there, and I took my turn, and I died by one of them fuckers pretty quick. <laughs> did her, did her, did her. Yeah. And he got on it, and it's like, oh, this fucking sucks. Because he <laughs> played for like an hour before it was my turn again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's like going over to somebody's house that had a pool table. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, they're always playing, mm-hmm. so they're practicing, and... You show up and they're like fucking like you. They may allow you to win the first game, and nobody's Maybe. calling their shots, right? Except somebody that owns a pool table because they're always playing, right? 
son of a bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, there was an NFL game back then, but it sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the bad thing about that. You couldn't play like a whole game, an NFL game. Yeah. Because it was on time, and you'd have to just keep pumping more quarters in if you wanted to <clears throat> keep playing that. But What was that? But, uh, but the, like the Pac-Man and those, those other games, as long as you didn't die, you yeah. kept going. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you were good, you could play for a long time on a fucking quarter. Uh, my favorite game to play, and even today, if I could find it on a stand-up arcade game, mm-hmm. I'd fucking love it, is Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Because you could choose the warrior, the mage, the elf, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then you, like, when my when I lived out in Phoenix, uh, my old brother got an Xbox uh, for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And one of the games was Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point to where we were not a pl- allowed to play that game unless we were together. Mm-hmm. Because we had gotten, like, so far into the game and... When you're playing two players, you can only go so far before the game itself automatically pushes the other player up. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, meh. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that was was my favorite. Of course, you had Frogger. Yeah. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Track and field. Track and field. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter, yeah. The the first uh, car game I remember, and it was a stand-up, it was Spy Hunter and Pole, pos- pole Position. Pole Position, yep. Uh, Spy Hunter, there was no button. It was, it was a pedal, a steering wheel, and uh, a shifter. Mm. But yet, if you picked up a gun, it constantly shot. Mm. And you're just like... Yeah, this is awesome. And then you're you're trying to line up just right to get into the back of the truck to get the mm-hmm. upgrades. Now this this one I don't remember this one at the arcade, but at Pizza Hut in Buffalo they had it, and it was a shooting game, and you were like a cop, and you'd go into different scenarios, and like an old lady would pop out, and you're like, oop, nope. Or a bad guy holding a hostage was hold out, and you'd have to shoot that person. You know, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of like Duck Hunt, but oh, uh, well, it, they had the game for Nintendo, and it was called uh, Hogan's Alley. Okay, yeah, and you used the same gun mm-hmm. as you would for Duck Hunt, right? And you, you know, you you had the like the four windows, and they would turn around, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you'd have to shoot the bad guy, and not the hostage, or right. Or the other cop or some shit. Yeah. Kind of like Will Smith and uh, Men in Black. Yeah. Well, um, why did you shoot? Well, that little girl, Shady, she's got a weapon and they were like, why did you shoot the alien? Because, man, he's just lost. I don't he's know, just working out, <laughs> man. I mean, he's sitting there just trying to do. I mean, but this little girl, a white girl in this neighborhood <laughs> with, a, with a physics book? Yeah. Some shit's shady right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, Escape, um, there was the uh, Journey was the first was the band to have their own game. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and you played each player, and you had to get up to the the mothership mm-hmm. to watch a Journey concert. Right. 
What was the one that was kind of the Indiana Jones based? Pitfall. Pitfall. Yes. Yep. Um, and then when they re-released that game on, I can't remember which game system it was, but of course the graphics were better and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you fell down into this one pit, it went back to the 16-bit Atari pitfall. Mm. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> um, but yeah, going to the arcade was just so much fucking fun. You know, that's... Honestly, that's what I think kids are missing today is that social interaction yeah. of actually being around people. Right. Not not on your headset in your bedroom, smoking right. weed, whatever, but being around people. Because it was a crowd. Oh, yeah. I mean, cause Especially that was if you got place. good, right. everybody lined up around you and they were just right. watching you play. Right. You know, and I mean, it's 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 like... Or you do the same thing. You'd, yeah. You Somebody just tearing it up on whatever, and you're like going, shit. How you doing there? Like, man, yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah. You know. They're just sitting there hitting buttons. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the the Mortal Kombat games, the Street Fighter games, where you're just of course, like. Of course, we left, you know, we left there, and we always went to the tape store. Yes. And bought music, albums, yep. Yep. tapes. CDs were the long cardboard Cartons I remember or, going before CDs were a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, when I was uh, freshman in high school mm-hmm. is when CDs became, like, they, they they were the new thing. Right. But there was only, like, they they weren't as widespread as they are today. That was when a CD player cost you about 400 bucks for your house. Exactly. And yeah. a CD would run you about 25, 30 bucks. Right. But a cassette was only ten bucks, ten to fifteen, depending on the artist. Right, yeah. and I mean, you could actually walk and, and, uh, with a cassette and, with a Walkman. Oh yeah, and not skip. Whereas right. you do the same thing with a CD player. And, right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, people worked out with their Walkmans. Yeah. You know, with the cassette tape in there, or yeah. <clears throat> I actually won one during our. We we had a fundraiser for our. Or our senior trip. Mm-hmm. We sold magazine subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> and I sold enough magazine subscriptions that I, I sold more than anybody else in my, in my class, which is surprised the shit out of me. I just came out in the neighborhood out yeah. here, you know. I think I sold 24. Yeah. And I was a top seller. I paid for my senior trip. And I, run, I won a Sony Walkman AM FM wow. cassette player. I still have it somewhere. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and that so bitch went on the senior trip with me. Well, mean, you, you can listen to the radio a long time, but the tapes would, you better bring batteries. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. God damn, man. In fact, when I worked at Bill Roberts back in the early 90s, I still used that. You know, you, you had the over-ear little pads. Yep, yep, the little orange pads. I had in the top drawer of my first toolbox, Top couple drawers, I had cassette tapes. And I'd put them in there, and you'd be listening. All of a sudden, he'd be like, like, shit, put new batteries in. You know, so I had another drawer that had batteries. Yeah, and it, and that was long before there was the NICAD batteries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're just talking the regular old Duracells and Energizers back yep, then. Yep, yep. And I mean, in, I mean, shit. I think it took... If I remember right, it took four double A's. Sounds about right. You know, 
because the, I mean, the big. I, I had a friend of mine. Yeah, I had a friend of mine, Sean Nash. Shout out. He uh, he had one of the boom boxes back when we were like freshmen in high school. Yep, yep. And I, I remember in art class, <clears throat> our teacher she was she was a little different, but we got into the Renaissance area of art and everything. So she played. She had a record player back there. She played like Bach and Beethoven and stuff during the class when we were working on our projects. And we're sitting at the back of the room listening to Ozzy. <laughs> when, when that was brand new shit, you know. Diary of a Madman. And <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and fuck. I mean, just think about it. I mean, and, and that's the thing is the arcade was a huge, I mean, Pac-Man Fever was a number one song. Right. A song about a fucking video game. Right. Not a song in a video game, no. but a song about, about a, video a video game. game. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I mean, damn. Yeah. Um, it was, it was good times. Well, and I mean, you, you think about times. <laughs> you had Pac-Man, mm -hmm. Super Pac-Man, Pac Mrs. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jr., you know, I mean, that, that that's four games off yeah. of one, one and, dude. And, and what was funny back then, I mean, you, you could go to the arcade like at the mall. Mm -hmm. Like I say, Pizza Hut three, had three or four games. Yep. It was kind of like back in the 70s, they had pinball machines. Right. But pinball machines got replaced by, you know, stand-up arcade games. Right. And if you'd have got in on it at, the, at that time, you could put games in like pool halls and stuff like that. And you could make some pretty good money, mm -hmm. you know, if just depending because, you know, the old pool hall, a friend of mine, he, he, he got a deal where he tried to put a couple games down there and he did, but them old pool players didn't want to hear. Right. While they're playing snooker. Right. <laughs> right. Know? But I mean, you know, like you said, pizza hut. Now I think pizza hut, Start because it was a sit down pizza restaurant, right? That was like the first place where you had these sit down games, right? The, the tabletop games, if you will. Do you remember, like, even in the arcade days, like at the mall, but they had those ones that looked like a tabletop, yeah? And you know, you could sit there, and it was like, yeah, was, it, it, your it, hands what? underneath the glass, and the glass is about this big, and right? You're playing, and then you die, and then the player across from you mm -hmm. has the same controls. They're over there, and this the the playing field like we're, turns we're around. Flipped, yeah, and, yeah. I mean that was, yeah. but it was only like I'm wanting to say it was only the Pac-Man games. Pac-Man, maybe Donkey Kong. I, I do remember Donkey Kong being that way. Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe Frogger too. Not maybe, maybe. Yeah. Like the, the original. Um, Asteroids had a game like that too. Yeah. Um, God, I can't even remember the the actual. I think it's Konami, Konami okay. or yeah. something like that. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. I'll I'll figure it out and I'll put it right up here. Right. Because that's what we do when we figure sh when I figure shit out in post production, I put it right up here, <laughs> so uh, we don't look like we're total fucking idiots. Right. Um, but, uh, I mean, shit, I remember, um, uh, Paperboy. Right. You, you had like the, the BMX handlebars. Right. Was your thing. And you, you press forward to 
go faster mm-hmm. and um and it had the buttons for pitching your your newspapers. Right. And you you had the dog you had to outrun and cars mm-hmm. and I mean it was it was a great game. Right. Um the thing with Centipede that sucked <laughs> if you didn't know how to do it because it had that ball. Right. And if you rode that ball too much, your finger gets pinched. Right. Right, right, <laughs> it was just right. like, ah, son of a bitch. The movie theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, up there in Illinois, where I grew up, uh, uh, Cinema 3. Mm-hmm. They had a small section with video games. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, you, you saw video games everywhere. Right. And, you know, and of course, about the only game that you still see today is like uh, the crane machines. You find you see them all over the place, right? And I think pinball machines are making a little bit of a comeback. And I mean, yeah, you'll see a few of them everywhere. You know, well, and, and a, they're they're constantly coming out with new ones, right? Uh, but bands are really getting into the pinball machines. Mm. Uh, the graphics are so much better. Like Guns N' Roses has a pinball machine. Of course, Kiss has a couple. ACDC right. has a couple. Um, of course, I remember in the Rocky movie. Where Polly goes in, he's all drunk, and there's the Rocky pinball machine. Yep. And he throws his bottle into the pinball machine. You know what that pinball machine is worth today? Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus, you're a bum, Rock. You'll always be a bum. <laughs> you ain't run. Yeah. I did it. No, we did it. I just watched it again the other night. Okay. <laughs> Does it really matter? The son of my son being born. This is the greatest day of my life. You're dreaming. Okay, now you got me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I always it? thinking it. He said, I'm it. But it, and it's funny because Adrian, she had that role mm-hmm. in. At least I know of the three Rocky movies. Two and five. Okay. One through five. And then in Rocky Balboa, she was dead. She uh, died of women issues. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's right, because she wasn't in Creed. Uh-uh. Nope. She um, was, and when, he, when he done Rocky Balboa in 06, I want to say, she was not in that movie. He had the restaurant and everything yeah. called Adrian's. Yeah. Yep. I know they they just did a, uh, like, they were at the same function or whatnot, and somebody took a photo, and it, they they did a side-by-side comparison of them on the set of Rocky. and then Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them now. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. Tell you, Shire, and she, you know, and she was in, she was in the, I want to say the original Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, she played um, opposite of Carlo mm-hmm. Gianni Russo, yeah. the Hollywood Godfather, My Life and Times, and the movies and the mob. But she never, I mean, and she was in some other stuff, but she's known forever as Adrian. Adrian, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, she wasn't a bad-looking woman. No. You know, in the first Rocky, they had her dressed up in all the frumpy clothes and right, worn, right. worn rim glasses to make her look that way, you know. But, but um, she was actually, 
What director? Um, she was related to him. Francis Ford Coppola, I believe. Yeah, I think so. She was one of the, like... Um, kind of like Nicolas Cage, but he, yeah. did, he didn't want to work off the Coppola, Coppola name. Yep. yep. And that, that, that's a, a freaky guy right there. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah. But anyways... I'd sit down um, and have a drink with him. Oh, fuck yeah, because <laughs> I guarantee he's got stories about he, stories. He's, he's invited on the podcast anytime. Nicholas, if you're watching, anytime you want to be on this podcast, just messages we'll get you on buddy yeah uh no questions asked Mm-mm. uh we'll make we, it happen we'll talk about whatever the hell he wants to talk about yeah <laughs> national treasure <laughs> conspiracy theories <laughs> what what do you want to talk about yep <laughs> if he wants to t- if he wants to come in on here and talk two hours about the laugh track we'll do that yeah <laughs> I mean, because Nicholas Cage is a national treasure. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, movies that are based off of video games. Tron. Tron. That's the first one that popped in my head there. Was it based on a video game, or was the video game based on the movie? Um... Inquiring minds want to know. Well, Tron, the movie itself was a video, you know, was a video game. Right, right. Okay, I think they came out with the video game. The same time? After the movie, I I, I don't know. We'll We'll find out. Put that up there. Right up here. Um, Need for Speed. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't an arcade game. Right. It was more of a console game but it well, was a movie based on the video didn't game. Didn't they have a Pac-Man movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a cartoon. Yeah. Um uh the movie Pixels. Yeah. With Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. And uh Peter Dinklage. I mean it Oh yeah. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, all yeah. about the old the old or- arcade games. Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see. Uh Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's a board game, though. Yeah, well, yeah. But, I mean, it had a cartoon, and it had a video game. Uh, The video game was based on the cartoon. The cartoon was based on the actual game itself. Have you seen the Big Bang Theory episode where they're playing Dungeons & Dragons, and Wallowitz is doing the gatekeeper? Oh, yeah. And he's doing his Nicolas Cage and his Al Pacino. And his Al Pacino. And, oh, God, yeah. yeah. That um, son of a bitch is actually pretty talented. <laughs> Simon Hedberg. Um, and he can also play the hell of a keyboard. Yes. Yes, he can. Because on the Bare Naked Ladies theme song, if you ever watch that video, mm-hmm. he plays the he plays the solo on the keyboard. Well, but... I don't know, I guess that, yeah. Um... The Mortal Kombat oh, yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, the Street Fighter series. Street Fighter. Um, I'm wanting to say Spy Hunter was based off of James Bond. Probably. 
But then they came but, out with the James Bond video games. You talk about movies. What about wrestlers back in the day, back in the eighties and early nineties that had a video game theme? I mean, Glacier oh, in the nineties that was based off of fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mortis. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, shit. WWE has had a a game forever. Right. You know, I mean, where else could you? Honestly, pit Hogan and Andre to where Andre came out on top. True. Or where could you have dream matches like create your own character and have Goldberg whoop Hogan's ass? Ooh. Or Stone Cold's ass. <laughs> you know? Or the Macho Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember doing that on the on the early Smackdown, shut your mouth, that early 2000s. Yeah. You could create your own characters. And of course, WCW was gone. Right. But I go into creative character mode. And I built me a Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing maneuvers. Yeah. You know, had the spear, then the fucking jackhammer cover. Yeah. And also built a Scott Steiner. Big pop and pump. I mean, this was before either one of them went to WWE. This was yeah. like right after the buyout and everything. And I'm like going, shit. The big, oh, bad booty daddy. daddy. Yeah. Um, of course, I had to build myself, you know. Of course, I weighed, I was like six foot seven and 265 pounds. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. I had more tattoos and shit. And, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, it, it's just like in uh, Guitar Hero. Uh, create my own character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was always fucking Dimebag. There you go. I always created a fucking Dimebag character. The camouflage shorts, um, you know, the shirt, the tattoos, the pink beard, the, right. the long hair. Right. The only thing that I couldn't get in the game was that Dean ML. Mm. No matter how much I tried. So what do you have to play a strat? No, I ended up like getting like a, a he would play a V. Oh, okay. Uh, more like a King V. Oh, okay. Uh, but I could never get that ML style. Yeah, you should have got a BC Rich Warlock. Warlock or a bitch or something. Uh, I don't, I think Guitar that? Hero only had uh, like contract with uh, Fender, Jackson, and Gibson. Mm hmm. Because Zach Wilde was one of the main characters, and of course he played this Les Paul. Could Tom you, Morello. Could, could, you, could you could you paint your guitars? Because you could have done a Kelly if they had a Jackson. You could have done a Kelly and put some lightning bolts on it, and it would have been close. No, I think Guitar Three. It was Gibson and Fender mm. because Slash and Tom Morello were the big. Uh, the big ones there, right? And of course, Slash plays Les Paul. Tom Morello right. plays a Strat, right? And then it was Guitar Hero World Tour that you actually got Zach on there, and of mm-hmm. course, he played his Bullseye, mm-hmm. the Grail. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, nothing was better than going. I mean, going to Dave and Buster's now, mm-hmm. it's cool, but it's nostalgia. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it's not the same. Right. Uh, 
because you're you're swiping the card and it, it's not it's not yeah, the same. The quarters into it or tokens right. and well, and they don't have the the old school games. Ah, uh, like you can play Guitar Hero at Dave and Buster's. Ah, uh, you know you, you're lining up eight people on like uh, the NASCAR game. And you're all racing head to head, or you know mm-hmm. the motorcycle game, right. or uh, the big rig game, or you know whatever. But <coughs> it's just not the same. And more people are playing like the token oriented games, um, where you put in your token and it's got the bulldozer and it's pushing the tokens or anything. Oh yeah, or yeah, you got yeah, the big yeah, yeah. spindle and you're like, <sighs> you know, wheel of fortune. One thing I, we uh. When it was me and Pip and Chris, when we played up at the Rock and R mm-hmm. and stuff, well, we ended up going to the Mud Puppy, which okay. was a strip bar up there. And fucking Pip spent his whole time in the entryway. You walked in, and they had one of them quarter machines where you drop your quarter in. <laughs> yeah. And the deal comes down and pushes. Yep, yep. And if it pushes off a bus, you get them, right? That's where Pip said. <laughs> Chris and I and Ann went in and looked at the naked women. Pervert row, looking yep. at titties. <laughs> exactly. I mean, might as well. <laughs> but, you know, we, we was there, I don't know, two, three hours. This was after we played. We was there a couple hours and went back. There was Pip still sitting there pumping quarters in his fucking machine. <laughs> I was like, dude, you know there's naked women over here, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Okay. <laughs> Shout out, block me off of Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> well, on uh, on that note, I, th- I think that's a great time to uh, to finish off the whole arcade thing. <laughs> um, but until next time, you've just watched another episode, actually the new season, first episode, of Stu Him Productions presents JM Solve the World. I have been James. And I have been Matt. And until next time, you keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter, and we will be seeing you. Peace.